Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm going to do my best, Lewis, doing the intro to the Triforce podcast impression. Hello and welcome to the Triforce podcast. I am joined by Lewis. <laughs> you guys want to do like a barbershop quartet? We could do it all at the same time. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's yeah. do the next. Okay. Like, I'll hello, lead you guys in. You ready? Hello. Hello. Like hello. Hello. Oh, you got to keep going with the O's, <laughs> hello. though. We can't just right. stop. Yeah. Okay. Let's try again. I sound like I'm doing an impression of a Canadian. One, two, three. Hello. Hello. No, wait, you're, hello, you're hello. high, I'm the middle. What are you doing? Oh, I'll do the low one. Okay, ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Hello. Hello. No, hello. you please. Lewis! You got to go up one, Flax. You can't I did match go up my... One. That was up No, one. that was too low. That all was right, too low. You want low. me to go up even higher? All right. A okay. little bit higher than all me, right, and then right, Lewis right. comes in really high. Okay, all right, ready? All right, all right, right. Three, yeah. two, one. Hello. Hello. Are you on like voice activated or something? Like what was the delay there? Well, Discord doesn't allow it. By the way, it'll be fine in the edit. Discord doesn't allow barbershop. We should record one like outside (laughs) of uh, the actual thing and just use it like as like uh, a console. I I hate barbershop though, so I don't really want to be associated with a podcast that's got barbershop every week. We'll just call it something different. Let's just call it like shit shop, acapella. Three, three, three men, one acapella. Uh, three guys, <laughs> three guys, one, one. Bar- we don't have to call it barbershop. Tom H will to. tidy that up so it looks. Sounds Tom, ridiculous. Tom what? Tom H will tidy you that up. H. So it, that's what I said. Yeah, you Tom said H. Yeah, Tom, you said Tom H. Yeah, Tom, Tom H. Tom no, Hazel. H. No, it's not Tom Hazel. It's Tom Hazel. No, listen. Don't. Tom H. I'm not going here with you. If I hear a what? H, I'm out. I, I'm not your child that you're don't teaching bad Don't be H-ing. Why is to? this becoming a... I don't want you to popularize don't it Don't be hating. I am saying hating. I am hating. If you H, you can fucking go to hell. <laughs> L. And yeah, it's not, it's not L, You can go it? to L, Nigel. I think you've been mispronouncing it, actually. You're wrong. It's, um, it's nice. Welcome back, everyone. Oh my yeah, god, what a messy anyway. intro! Fucking holy shit, that was that'll great. be fine. That that'll be great. Clean. that'll that be fine. clean. That'll be clean. That'll be clean. Listen, once, Tom, if you tidy Tom that up at all in H. the edit, I'm going to be disappointed. That is the Triforce podcast right there. That's that's the yeah. intro. What that, do you mean? Yeah. We had like Discord overlap issues. It sounded like we were three dads perfect. in a garage who decided to make a barbershop quartet, but had never sung before. Yeah, but this is and like episode 150. It's been like that the whole time. had any kind of where we found out that we were completely tone deaf. I'm not Jesus Christ. I'm not. Well, I, right. I probably am actually. But. So today um, is Thursday. We don't know who's won the election yet. No, yeah. Uh, we've just got into a brand new lockdown. It's close. So there's that, all that sorts election of is really interesting close. shit going down. Yeah. So sorry if like any of our references are massively out of No, data. no. To give you an idea of where we are on Thursday morning, uh, Joseph R. Biden Jr. currently has 253 votes to Donald J. Trump's 214 votes. We're still waiting for Nevada, Arizona, uh, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, and Georgia. Yeah, and it's close in all of they're those all, that places. Is, they're all red states, mostly. Really close. Aren't they? Georgia yeah. is incredibly yeah. close. It was it yeah. wasn't close, and now at ninety eight percent of the votes, it's within 04 percent. But I still think that's a Trump win for Georgia. North Carolina is going to go his way. Pennsylvania is going to go his way. Nevada looks like it should go Biden's way, and that would give him the win if he wins Nevada. Yeah, Arizona, he's pretty much won already, I think. Arizona is a lock. That's been declared. Um, Well, no, it hasn't actually been declared. It's been declared by... by the Associated Press. Oh yeah, correct. Yeah, but you're it right, has actually. not been officially declared. They're still that's they're true. Still counting, it's within one point six percent, which yeah, which that's, that's actually harder to turn around than than it sounds. It is like. with 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 so few um, yeah. things left, right? But I think today we'll find out. I think we'll find out in Nevada and Arizona at least today, and maybe it Georgia too. It is yeah. amazing. It's an amazing experience. Anyway, we're not going to talk about that. Uh, I, 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 I do want to say one thing about it. Okay, I do as well. Actually, after Flex, okay, right. we're going to have one thing. One thing, and this is not um, 
This is not me saying, oh, this is nothing like that. All right. This is simply that. that I've seen a lot of people on Facebook. I have quite a few American friends on Facebook from where I grew up and stuff like that. And they clearly voted Trump. And now that they think that they're going to lose this election because they're worried because they were expecting a Trump landslide and that hasn't happened. It's possible that Biden will win. Now they're all coming out with the, hey, whoever wins or loses, let's not rub it in people's faces. Remember, we're all Americans. And I'm just I'm just thinking, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Fuck four, you. Four years of acting like cunts. And We've then... had four years of yeah. you rubbing it in our faces. And the same with Brexit. You lost. Get over it. Eh. Let me let me tell you something. If if Brexit had failed, you wouldn't have had people going up to people in the street and saying, you're going to have to go home now, which I've seen in my fucking area and I've seen on buses and friends of mine who are not white and British were told, why are you still in this country after the Brexit vote went through? You're not going to get that if Biden wins or if Brexit had failed. There is a difference, a fundamental difference between my politics, quite frankly, and the politics of the cunts that vote for Trump and Brexit, and I don't fucking mind saying it, you cannot have it both ways. You cannot have, force us to be humble in victory, and then when you win, yeah, start running around with tiki torches and telling people to go back where they fucking came from. Yeah, Fuck I know. you. You do not wow. deserve respect. And it's about time we stop giving them respect when, when anyone wins, like Obama wins or Biden wins, there's nobody marching around going up to churches and saying, Fuck you, motherfuckers. But there are certainly plenty of people marching around going into churches and shooting people when people like Trump win. So fuck them all. We anyway, need to go and that's my, that's to get my those take on ham, it. Sam, ham, ham sandwiches. We need to take those tiki torches and bring them to... to I was thinking of like the ham gammons, what they called um, red-faced, you know, oh, yeah, white dr- people. drunk people. Yeah. yeah. Those those people that we need to... We need to, sh- we need to, call, we need to start finding out more offensive language for them. Yeah, and using that in the street. Yeah. I just, Shame I don't know. I, I honestly don't see how people could be as offended by some kind of hippie vegan march or like a save the environment march. How can that be as offensive? And can you? How can you say that that's the equivalent to people that the gammon patrol out literally screaming, singing, you know, football chants like a bunch of they look like football hooligans holding flags. Uh, yeah. Seriously, and, and getting I in people's faces and trying to start shit. anyone who waves shit. a flag needs to have a, a wake-up There's call. nothing Sorry. wrong with a flag. I genuinely I don't, don't think there's anything wrong with a flag. I don't know. The, the problem I think is the you've person got to look waving at yourself. it. You've got to look at yourself when you're waving that flag. I think you've had to. You, you, what about a pride flag? I don't mind like you, a football You still have to go out and procure flag. the flag with the intent <laughs> of waving the flag and stuff. Like, I, I, don't know, I don't know. There's, I just, there's something's gone wrong there. It's when odd, you've yeah. Been, I find it when odd. you've gone down that path. Yeah. I'm just saying flags are a thing we don't need anymore, right? I will say this. Let's get rid of them. The only people that I see in my neighborhood who have flags were the same ones who had... Um, Brexit stuff out in their um, front garden and stuff like that, and in their windows. Right. And there does mm-hmm. see if you like, we went to Kent. Remember last week I was on the Isle of Sheppey. There were you see a lot more Union Jacks flying in people's gardens. Um, and I don't I, I mind mean, the Union Jacks so much, but the England flag is a problem, and like the Confederacy flag is an even bigger problem. Do you know what I mean these? There's some there's some big problems with some of the flags. I think the, the, the mostly the Stars and Stripes is actually fine, and I think mostly the the great the the, the Union Jacks fine. It's actually it's that, sorry, the, it's the, the Union flag. flag, the Union flag, the Union Jack is what you fly on a ship. The Union flag is is the regular flag. That's What's my, the difference? Um, it's the um, it's it's like. A different way up, or something like that. Right, look, there okay, is a difference right. between them. There's, there's something. Okay, God, is this is this because you've been homeschooling your kids again, and you're like you're <laughs> getting on top of me for every every little dad mistake? No, it's just that I just thought it was interesting. It's it's not something that I knew about until recently. But uh, you okay, know. well, no, I consider myself educated on that one. Nice. Um, I did a stream yesterday. Um, I did a couple of streams yesterday. Why well, I do a couple of streams every day, to be fair, but. Yeah, yesterday I played some games. I played some games with Hat Films and stuff. Just a normal day. It was pretty fun. Um, They had to finish up early, and then I just didn't really feel like doing anything. And I was just about to log off, but I I have not been following the election. I haven't really been following American politics or anything uh, up until basically like the day of the election, just out of curiosity. I just wanted to see, you know, what what the future held for them sort of thing. It's a big day and stuff. And... um, and so I, I did a uh, I did a stream where I, I I like learned about American politics or tried to catch up a little bit and uh, and and you know figure out how the process works and and everything because I'm not like overly familiar with it I've never paid too much attention to it um, and uh, it was good fun actually it was I, I I enjoyed it people were surprisingly helpful and not too um, 
there wasn't too many people screaming in chat about Trump or Biden and stuff. And and it was it was it was a really fun time. I'd recommend it. I, I want to do more stuff like that. Maybe, you know, next time there's a UK election or something, just, you know, talk to people oh, and yeah. find out what's going on and stuff. Because I think I, if you're if you're reasonable about it, that's all yeah. right. But if we're saying let's burn all the gammons, maybe we should. should no, take yeah. I mean, I wasn't saying anything like that, but it was just funny. There was lots of funny videos that had come out in the past couple of days. I don't know if you guys saw the little little pump uh, when Trump called him Lil Pimp and stuff, that was pretty funny at one of his rallies. It's, it's amazing listening to Trump yeah. and listening to Biden. Like just just the the difference between the the way the two his of them son speak. did that speech and handed the mic over, and Trump just looked like, you know, gave him an angry sort of disappointed look. And like, I, <laughs> Gaff, there's like there's nothing to it, I don't think. But it was just, it's just funny, you know. Like you know what I mean? I I just think, I think from my perspective, I'm I'm kind of. I don't really, I, I don't have like a, a strong opinion either way, but I'd, I'd, I think I'd rather Trump not win because I'm sick of hearing about him. As somebody who doesn't live in America or follow American politics, he's just too, he, he's too prominent in the news because he makes these idiotic statements. You don't or, think he's going to be even stupid. more in the news? The guy, I, well, the I don't guy know, now but, will have no filter. I, he I, has I nothing know. else to do but play golf and go I on know, news programs. I know, but people will lose interest after a while if, when he's, he loses. if he's not in charge. Yeah, and I think that like somebody like Biden will be a bit like Obama in that he'll be boring enough for people to not really bother with him too much while he's working. Right, like. When Obama was president, we barely heard anything out of America, right? There was just like, <laughs> unless there true. was some uh, like a big shooting or something <laughs> they like that. They would just get on with it. But yeah, they just got true. on with it. And then we we just got news that was more, you know, uh, to do with us. But like in the past four years since Trump has been president, every fucking day there's something. And I'm just I, like, I'm just you're, you're right. really but, sick of hearing Brits, about it. You know, we don't know. I don't know a member of our high court, but I know everyone on the Supreme Court. Yeah, of know. course, of course. And it's it's not it's not it's overly bizarre. relevant to us. You know, it doesn't really affect us that that much. But we hear so much about it because it is, it is very bizarre. sensational at times, isn't it? Like the things that he says and like he has these rallies and you know what I mean? There's always some goof or gaff or some some controversy or something. And like, I just, I'm, I'm just done. I just, I can't be happy enough not to hear about it anymore. You know what I mean? So like, that's, that's, that's what I'm hoping for. I don't really, I don't have like a dog in the fight, but I just would rather not hear about it in future. So, so hopefully the most boring guy wins is what I'm saying. I agree. Know? Politics should be boring. I've said it for years. It should be boring, boring, boring. It uh, shouldn't be a vast difference. It should be steady progress yeah. towards making things better for as many people as possible. It should not be people trying to fucking murder each it's, other it's, in the street it's bizarre really because we we forget that these people are if you like our leaders you know imagine we were just a small tribe of a hundred people living in caves or whatever and we picked somebody to be our leaders you know we this is how we've decided who's gonna represent us who's gonna make a difference to our lives and it, and but but because the world is you know huge and there's millions of people we're so disconnected from the politicians who who lead and we we almost don't think of them as our leaders anymore in yeah. the same way that maybe a medieval serf doesn't didn't think of a king as someone that they chose you know i feel like i don't really get to choose who's in charge no it's almost like whoever who was whoever bobbed whatever turd bobbed to the top of the fucking you know <laughs> yeah. sewage pipe do you know what i mean like it it doesn't like make any matter to me i i i feel like yeah i feel like that's how disconnected i am from it it's, it's like i like the idea that we're supposed to be able to choose but but that leaves you so powerless and it leaves you with this feeling that that what you're supposed to do like you're told all these things and especially with american politics where we are through through the through the lens of reddit and twitter how we get our information now it's so u.s centric that you know i have such strong feelings about um these things and and yet i'm completely powerless to do anything even if i was american you know especially in a state which is already you know democratic or, or republican anyway it's, it's easy to think that you're just um it's, it's, anyway what i'm trying to say is that it's it's it's, it's something you wish you don't and shouldn't try and get don't let it drive you mad no yeah, <laughs> don't, let, I, it, don't I, let it drive you crazy just be aware of what it is it's a thing that you can't control it's um, really interesting. And if you can't control um, it, yeah. Don't let it hurt you. Yeah. Right. I feel um, like there, there, there's so much poised against you in that sense, though. Like I was watching um, 
I don't, I don't, I never watch 24 hour news, but I, I flipped over to watch, um, I put on the, the BBC 24 news channel, um, during like, during, like what, like on the day of the election, because I just, you know, I, it was just, it's, it was relevant and I, I hadn't like had like that much sort of like live information from it. So I thought, oh, I'll just check out and see what's going on sort of thing. Um, and it, it, you know, it was fine. It was the usual, just time filling. Like they were interviewing these like inconsequential people getting their opinions and all this stuff and you know like the usual stuff um and then when i was watching um i was watching a streamer who was doing um, coverage of all this you know that uh hassan guy i don't know if you guys have ever watched oh, yeah. him before yeah, but yeah. he does a lot of uh like uh political sort of commentary and stuff so he, he had a really big stream you know the election and everything um there was like two hundred fifty thousand people watching him at one point and it was pretty nuts actually um, and, you know, he was flipping between tweets and uh, and sort of like live live uh, conferences like across CNN or Fox or whatever, like all, all the American networks and stuff. And one thing I noticed that was like a little bit weird that I'd never really noticed before was um, they kept showing these these graphics of like uh, of percentages. Right. So you'd have like a picture of Biden with like a blue bar that had like you know, 49% or something. And then you'd have a picture of Trump with a red bar that had like 50% or 51% or something. So you, so at a glance, if you weren't really paying attention, you'd look at that and you'd think, holy crap, Trump's, Trump's winning, right? Like why else would they show a bar with a percentage? But then if you actually listen to what they're talking about, those bars are related to what they're talking about. And what they're talking about is ridiculous. It's just, it's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. It's like, we took a poll to see how many times uh, Joe Biden's mailman delivered mail to him while it was raining on a full moon. And we found that this happened 49% of the time, as opposed to Trump, where we took the same data uh, and it was happening to him 51% of the time. Interesting stats. I'm sure you'll agree. <laughs> and you know what I mean? It's like it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. And the whole thing serves to just make you more anxious. It builds up more tension and hype and stuff and it i i just feel it's wrong like well that's the news you know though, i've, I've lived over here time. through uk elections and you you barely get but, any of that you, shit you know like, what that's like you know what that's like on election night where they've just got in the uk as well where they've just, they've got six hours to fill and they bring in a series yeah. of guests and ask them the same questions over and over again and no yeah, one really yeah. says anything they're all just anxiously there twiddling their thumbs waiting it's like waiting in an airport sure but or waiting I, in a I, hospital I with just, an injured hand and you're like when are they gonna come and give me help me there's uh, definitely yeah. some cultural differences i think in that it's it seems a lot less uh sensationalized like I, I don't know maybe maybe i'm just watching the wrong channels during a uk election or whatever but like the whole thing just seems to be over quickly and you know it's 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 fairly clear who's gonna win from the outset and stuff like i i don't know it's like I can't remember the last time it was ever really close. I, I will say this: I, I I think people are less passionate about politics in the UK. Yeah, maybe. Uh, then there's a lot more voting in the US. They vote yeah. with fucking everything. You even elect the coroner for Christ's sake. So it, it's crazy how many I elections so. there are. Yeah, it's yeah. so for them, it's like a huge thing. Just vote, 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 vote. Yeah, vote yeah. All yeah the well, time. I, I mean, it was just just an observation. I was just surprised. Like, yeah. and, but you can see how people will just. I, I saw a lot of people saying how anxious they felt and how how they had like dread in their stomach and stuff. Yeah. And I, I feel like, yeah, if you're immersed in that culture and that's what you're being bombarded with, well, fuck, I'm not surprised if that's it's how you scary. feel. Like that's that's unbelievable. That's too Talk, much for anybody of an to handle. Anxiety. Uh, that was me on Monday night. I had a. I was in hospital again on Monday night. I don't know if I mentioned I it to you guys. I uh, I had an, another. Do you remember I told you about my heart thing? The SVT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, Monday night, eight thirty. I started streaming at eight, playing games, Is no problem. Super ventricular, super tachycardia? ventricular tachycardia, exactly. So yeah, eight thirty, eight thirty. It starts racing, and it's like. What were you playing at the time? Two hundred. Yeah, I was playing dotes. Two hundred. What BPM. set it off? Was it monkfish? No. You tell that boy. It was not monk. Be messing I, I haven't played like dote that. with monkfish in a long time. He pops up in chat, but I, it, it, he definitely doesn't make me angry playing dotes. It, it was nothing. Was it Monticus? No, it wasn't. We, it was a very chill was game. It plague. It was not plague, and we were. It wasn't Ashwin. It was none of the lads. It wasn't Cine. We All were right. just playing, and it started. And I was like, oh, "Maybe it'll go away." And we played the game, and at the end of it, it was still going. But um, because of the COVID and everything, I didn't want to call an ambulance or anything because like, I can't drive when you're having an attack because you might pass out. So I didn't drive, and I thought oh, I don't want to bother them. They've got all this stuff going on. 
So there's a thing you can do called the Valsalva maneuver, which is where you sort of, you know, when you're trying to clear your ears on a plane and you pinch your nose and you blow, it's yeah. kind of like that, but you don't actually blow, you just sort of tense up. And by tensing up all the muscles in your chest and blowing air in there, you sort of squeeze a little bit of blood out of there into your extremities, and it kind of restarts the rhythm in your heart, or it can do. It, it works most of the time, right. but occasionally you have an attack that doesn't stop. So I'm sort of not feeling too bad, and I was like, let's do another game, lads. I'm sure I'll be all right. So we played a whole other game of Dota, and my heart is really racing the whole time, and I'm starting to get clammy, and I'm starting to get tired because your heart's just going. And I was like, wow, I really shouldn't have played that second game. And it gets to like 10 o'clock, and I'm like, fine, I'll call the ambulance. So I get out and I tell Mrs. F, and I call the ambulance, they turn up and they're like, you should have called us right away. I was like, well, I, I, you know, I looked it up online many times and it said it's only really threatening in an emergency. And they're like, yeah, 200 BPM is an emergency. I was like, oh, I didn't realize. I thought that was just like standard SVT, but it was sometimes going to like 220 BPM, which is insane. Given that my heart rate right now, to give you some idea, I've got my Fitbit on, hold on, is 78, right? Which is perfectly chill. Um, that's, that's just slightly well, elevated gammon <coughs> level after you've been... No, 78 you know, is not elevated. I'm watching a live five. farming stream right now where a German man is plowing a field and I've got to be at 200 BPM, honestly. <laughs> Fully but erect I, as well. Surely that, that, that would chill you the fuck out, dude. That, no, would, that would get you down thrilled. to this, I'm thrilled beyond measure here. But I had to go in. I had to go in again for the third time and they gave me the adenosine and... I chatted to the nurses for like three hours while they're all faffing about and they got to take blood and they shaved my chest and they got paddles all over me and everything. And previously, like, the, here's the thing, you hear different things from different people. Like, nobody really expressed to me the, the potential dangers of SVT um, until this time. And then the guy was like, you know, your heart could just stop. Like, that's the danger. At that heart level, at that level, your heart can't maintain it. And there is a chance it just gives up the ghost and like stops. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, that's going to affect my anxiety, because I previously thought it was harmless but annoying. Turns out it is actually quite dangerous. So they've given me these beta blockers to slow my heart rate, and I'm going to see a specialist and all this kind of stuff. But what a fucking pain in the arse, man. Yeah. Absolute pain that sounds, in the arse. Yeah, that's, that's brutal. But I find Sorry that my anxiety that. is so much worse when I'm watching the news. Mrs. F has banned me from watching any kind of news. I've only been watching a little bit here and there just to follow the election because it's interesting. But anytime I watch it, hearing certain people speak, seeing how awful people are being to one another, it just, my anxiety goes through the roof. So I hate being that person who's uninformed. I don't watch the news. I don't want to know. It stresses me out. I don't want to be that person because that's super lazy, but I can't afford to to watch you it. Do, you, you've got to consider that again, though, because maybe being that person is being a happier, healthier person. But it's awful. So you can't bury your head in the sand. That's That's the point. That's where these cunts get in. Because people I think just think, you've, oh, no. you've got to let other people step up, P. Flax. Yeah. You know, you've you've got to hand over the reins. That's wrong. To, you're not to, you're to not a, you're generation. not a young buck anymore, Flax. Yeah. You've got to you get, can't get you. You got to rest. The, yeah. Well, you got young, let young, Monk do it. <laughs> He's a young <laughs> buck. Let him <laughs> he take. <laughs> he let can be. He can it. be your your representative. Give just you know do everything through him. You let, can just be let him do it. Mr. Burns. Yeah, and you know, Smithers could be Smithers. Yeah, <laughs> you just got. You just got. Oh man, it's just. It's. A, I don't. I don't think you. Honestly, I don't think if you didn't watch the news for two weeks and you came back, you'd you wouldn't miss anything. Would trust me, I haven't watched the news all. in months. Like, like, this. like. I, I remember we used to go on these like family holidays with my dad for two weeks to Spain or somewhere, some you know, or or, or somewhere, and there would be no English news. Of course, there would because there was no. We'd had no TV there. There would be no. It was before the days of internet or phones. You know, he would maybe see an English newspaper that was two weeks out of date in a, in a, you know, in a post office somewhere on on this on the Greek island. But but you know, we we got we got back and there was nothing, nothing, nothing had changed. No one, and it felt everyone felt better for it. Um, I don't think you know the world's still going to be there. You know, and anything you miss will be trivial anyway. News, news is trivial. It's all, it's all 90% of it, like Sip said, is just dross. It is. It's, it's just just, t just time filling. Like, they, you know, sometimes they just have nothing to talk about and they just invent stuff that they make you think is worth hearing. And and when you actually think about it, it's not worth hearing. Like, it's it's so, 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 so dumb. Mm. <laughs> just so dumb. So, um, interestingly, though, I've been putting together the Jingle Jam bundle this year and I have a similar thing because the Jingle Jam bundle has, has traditionally been quite big. It's been like... 40 or 50 games with a value of sort of sometimes like $800, you know, like a lot of stuff, but a lot of that value is kind of 
um, I want to say false value, because if you think about games, people tend not to buy games at full price. They tend to buy them on sale. And so most of these games that were in the bundle have been on sale. And even if they've been on sale for like 90% off, you know, that ends up being about, you know, still st- still good value, but not $800 for, for $30. You know, it's, it's still like a couple hundred dollars for maybe you know and a lot of those games in the bundle you're not going to want what i'm trying to say is it's it's not like really a problem you know imagine like these 80 games gave 800 dollars worth of games a hundred thousand times that's like 800 million dollars worth of games right rrp and we're selling it for three million um i've i've felt the pressure to to grow the bundle and have good value and have good quality and this year I, i kind of wanted to just be like i reached out mostly to people that i knew and I think the majority of the games that came into the bundle this year um, are games that have seen playthroughs that Sips have done or, you know, Tom or us or know us or have met me at GDC. And for the first time this year, I think the outreach that I've, the seeds that I've sowed over the past 10 years of doing this have actually come back and I've I've got a, a bundle of games, which I think is better than we've had before wow uh, but but still made up of indie companies like 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 it's basically single devs who tend to only have one game anyway and medium devs who are supportive there's a lot of people at bigger games companies who are supportive but can't push it through right the management the, yep yeah and and that's like something which i'm gonna have to continue to to wrestle with but i think that this year, like quantity, a smaller, smaller bundle with higher quantity quality is is something which I've, I'm, I'm much happier towards. I'm much happier now that the bundle's done as well because man, that has been stressing me out like super bad. I didn't, I didn't realize yeah. how much. That's a lot, a lot of work. People say, don't don't worry, Lewis. Like don't don't even bother. No, it's a lot of pressure um, on you. Like it, it, people expect the Jingle Jam every year, and rightly so, to be great. And it, it has been great the entire time that I've been working with you guys and and doing the Jingle Jam. I've loved it. I think it's always been a great fun celebration, not just of the Yogscast, but of people coming together to raise money. And it's cool. It's 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 easily the coolest thing that we do. Like genuinely, I think so. And, and I, 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 it's important. I, I, I know that people would buy the bundle even if there was no bundle. Uh, support the charity and do it even if there was no bundle of games. But I think generally people might give five bucks and ten bucks. And right. my idea is like, I know you would support us, but can you support us a little bit more? And here's a thing that that you also, might that might give you some value. Back, I have know? I have seen those posts on Reddit saying, look, even if there's no bundle, we'll still donate. But the the primary goal of, of the Jingle Jam is to raise as much money for these charities as possible. If you have a good bundle, you get money from people who otherwise wouldn't have donated. That's that's and it's important. and it's actually relatively easy for me to build this bundle and put it together. I, I say relatively easy. It's something I can do, right? Like physically, right? Like and you've with got my the experience hands, and the contacts and all the rest of it to do it, right? And I feel like if I've just made a call to do it, I think that that will raise extra extra value and. Therefore, I should. But the thing is, like, once I've ticked that yes, no, it's a, it's a binary thing. I'm either doing it properly or I'm, I'm not doing it at all. Because the last thing I want to do is get a terrible bundle that's like, you know. The or, Brindley or bundle. You don't want your name certainly... attached to the worst bundle. Oh, do you well, remember the Brindley ex- bundle? Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone remembers that year Lewis did it on his own and it was like half assed. Oh man. You know. Facts, just as well you're not doing it, you'd be fucking six feet under all that stress. Oh dude, it would kill me. It would kill me. Well I mean, actually it's not all that stressful. It's just like it's just fucking crazy. So I've built it, I'm trying to build I was building a little graph yesterday because I've I've kept all the data that I've done. And so I've got like, you know, I reached out to like 20 big games companies. Of those, like only fifteen even came back to me, yeah. and of those, only one game came in. You know, yeah. and then I've got like thirty-five medium companies, of which like like sixteen call came them back out to me. Call them out. No, it's call it's them interesting out right because now. some the people are just impossible to, to reach out. So some people I emailed, I emailed them. So I started emailing at the end of September, and so I emailed them once. Okay, then I emailed them a second time, and then a third time, and a fourth time, and I kept them all right. And so I, the second time, I would try additional contacts. The third time, I would try their um, I, I, as well. So I had a, I had an initial contact. I had like contacts on their website. I had contacts that other people knew. And then the fourth time I emailed them, I would hit up their Twitter. And then I would, if they had a Discord, I would go and message them on Discord as well, which is like Jeez. bananas. Um, and so it was like this process. And and sometimes even with all that, like certain people I couldn't reach, like like Darkest Dungeon, right? Oh. Uh, Red Hook, Red Hook Games. 
I, we did this last year. We, we reached out to them. We have contacts. We know people there. I got not a single reply for like a month and a half of like 25 different ways to contact them. Do you know, it, do you know it occurs bananas. to me that your history on Tinder dating has probably come in handy as training for this moment. For being ghosted. Casting it your net feel wide a little and bit, being ghosted. It's bizarre. Like, like, it's not even being ghosted. Some people did do that. Some people were like, replied and said, oh yeah, I'll get back to you. And then went silent. Yeah. Like just for a month and a half and it's like like they almost like i know what that's like right but i think you do have to make a i i i i forget this stuff all the time like you know i woke up this morning at like 10 to 10 i was like oh shit trifles do you know what i mean i i did i forgot do you know what i mean it Shocking. just it got away time got away from me i was busy i was doing stuff i was holiday whatever it is i i'm not saying these people don't care i'm just saying that like um the uh, sometimes it's it's tough to get a no from someone or, or say something like oh you know or say, or say something, some excuse that's kind of like really odd, like, oh, this is going to be too much work for our team. And I'm like, what do you mean? You just have to generate keys and send them to me. That's, that's all it is. Or you don't mean some, some bullshit excuse. Mm. Um, but but it's, as much tough as it is to hear that, I'd rather have that than being ghosted. But mm. in my head, yeah. I don't, in my head, it's the other way around. Like, right. Okay. So like if I was on Tinder, I'd rather be ghosted than have someone tell me, oh, yeah, you're you're just too ugly. Do you know what I mean? Or, or whatever. Like, yeah. or just you yeah, know, give yeah. me some, give me something like, ah, oh, you're just you're too old. Ah, uh, you're, you're you're too short. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. rather than telling me the, the truth or I, what they think, maybe they think it's safer to just ghost me. It, um, this is this is a thing. Not even just with the humble, but with everything. Right? Yeah. Sometimes you reach out to people because you might want to like do something with them or. <clears throat> or whatever and you just like get no reply back and you see like lots of people saying the same things and stuff it's just like it's almost like an industry standard or something right <laughs> I, just... I think it would be nice if the the companies put it in their twitter bio what they were looking for a bit like on tinder you know six foot six figures 12 inches that's what they should put yeah if they want to get involved with you <laughs> used to be a certain mix by the way had a message on twitter Let's roll back the years to a very old episode of Triforce Podcast. Someone tweeted at me. This is from Pixel Prince. Code Red. We have a real life jugging. Nice. And well. here's the story. A prisoner, a Canberra's jail, who jugged three other inmates, pouring boiling water mixed with sugar and jam on them, will spend nearly oh, two sh- more years in jail. Shit. So, yeah. Cedric Roberts, 22. That's was a also mega sentenced. jugging. Holy that crap. is a serious. That's a triple jugging with jam. That's a serious. Jeez. He was also sentenced for stabbing a fourth man who tried to intervene with a shiv. Wows. He's also so, so the fourth man attacked him with the shiv and he took it off him and stabbed him no, with it. No, another man tried to intervene with a shiv and Roberts obviously had it. Listen, Lewis, <laughs> you can tell you've never been to prison. I tell no. you, this guy. This guy's fucking armed to the teeth. Yeah. He's like Rambo. If you're going to jug someone, the... you better have a fucking shivers backup. What if you miss with the jug? Alarmingly, in two years' time, this guy might be walking the streets again. No telling yeah, he's what out. he's going to do. I mean, it's a two year is extension. he going to be reformed in two years' time? I doubt it. He'll probably do some more jugging while he's in there. He's probably just like refine, refine his craft, you know, to master it. You know, get, he also constantly some, tries to escape. Burning hot pitch in there as well, and 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 whatnot. Like Jesus. So he absconded a day or so during another visit to the Canberra hospital after he'd been uncuffed for treatment. While free, he robbed the service station, threatening the manager with a knife and yelling, "Give me the fucking money, you bastard!" <laughs> after that incident, he had a police chase. Um, he's just this guy's a nut. He's an absolute nut. One of the victims received burns to a large part of his body, and the man who was stabbed required stitches. Shut, absolutely hideous. That's some Honestly, serious... just never go to prison. It sounds no. like a dreadful, yeah, dreadful it's... place. Unless, unless you, unless you truly belong there, try not to go. But yeah, if you're if you're like some sort of homicidal maniac, maybe you'll like it in there. You know what I mean? The rules are different for I sure. Do, I do wonder because some people really love violence and and terror, yeah. and horror, and uh, I wonder if. Part of them is like, ooh, prison. That sounds I gotta like, get in there. like the place for me. And they want to get in there. Yeah, they're it's like, like oh, just imagine that. Yeah, we'll yeah. just be fighting all the time. That'll be fantastic. The worst has already happened. I'm in jail. Might as well just have fun while I'm in there. You know, there was like- a guy that, that I was at university with. He was, he was. I guess he's probably the age I am now. This was back in 1996, 95, 1995, when I started university. And he was our housemate along with a bunch of other lads. He turned up on the first day and he'd come from Broadmoor uh, Prison. That that day, um, he'd just been released and he'd signed up while he was in prison to attend university and do a course in psychology. And he was there 
and he told us all kinds of prison stories and he used to love it. They, he used to start trouble with the prison guards just because they were bored and they wanted to fight. He'd, he'd always loved fighting. Like he just loved it. He'd go to, the, go to the, the pub that he knew was a fighting pub. People went to that pub hoping that shit would start so they could have a fight. Some people just love it. We don't have, we don't have the kind of wars we used to have that rolled on with like, you just signed up and you just have a grand tour of Europe fighting everybody for several decades before you come home. You don't have that anymore. <clears throat> These guys have to find their thrills elsewhere. Well, speaking of finding your thrills, God. So th this week I've decided to watch the old Twin Peaks. Oh, um, oh. for some fucking reason. Yes. Twin Peaks. It was been talked about too much, oh. and I, I, I was just too young to be caught up in the water cooler. Yeah. Front page news that was. Uh -huh. The Twin Peaks back in the day. It came out in nineteen. Lay it on me, baby. So, if people don't know what Twin Peaks is, it's like a two two season long nineteen nineties horror soap made by horror crime soap made by David Lynch, who is famously makes weird stuff. Yeah, you know, he's done uh, the Elephant Man back in the day, but also like Mulholland Drive. Racer. Uh, I would say Lost Elephant Highway. Man is is probably the least David Lynch. David Lynch film. Well, Mulholland it, Drive. No, Elephant Man. It's oh, much Elephant more. Man, yeah. It's for a start. It's it's brilliant, and if you haven't seen it, you should. But get some tissues ready because it's a genuine tearjerker. Um, he also did the uh, Weird June from eighteen nineteen eighty four. But he's also done Blue a bunch Velvet. Of, uh, he did he's, Blue he's Velvet. He's very famous. Well. But yeah, anyway. but all those other ones are more, much more Lynchian because they're all creepy Americana and stuff like that. Yeah, and kind yeah, of. Yeah. Well, this know. is quite that though. It's yeah, yeah. Like, but so Elephant Man is not like of... that. It's really different. Anthony Hopkins in one of his best ever performances, and John Hurt as well. Brilliant movie. So, so Twin Peaks is like. It, 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 the f at first glance, it's got a lot of characters, all of whom look the same age, some of whom are supposed to be 18, some of them who are supposed to be, you know, in their 30s, but they all are acted by 25-year-olds, and right. they're they're sometimes they're even but like these are mums. these are details that don't matter. Let's get to the let's get to the meat <laughs> here. It's it's kind of it's got these odd, shitty, soapy comedy moments. Uh-huh. Where those characters are it's a, like, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a series though, right? Like it's, it's not a movie. TV series. It the first have... one's like two hours long, and the rest uh -huh. of them are about an hour long. Um, it's bizarre, and and it very quickly devolves into surrealism and supernatural yeah. wankery. But it's got no indication that uh, when it begins that that's the case, you know, because it starts off like a crime show. There's a body discovered. Yeah. An FBI guy comes in who's a bit weird. And, you know, he's like trying to figure out, but he's got some unorthodox ways. And before long, there's like a, a supernatural spirit possessing random people. People are going crazy and seeing like giants and dwarves everywhere. And and it's it goes a bit wild. And, and honestly, I kind of hated it uh the whole time i watched the whole of the first two seasons so maybe i didn't hate it that much if i've watched the entirety of it in a week um, well generally i think the first season is regarded as very good which it is and it's short it's like seven episodes or whatever yeah the second season starts off pretty good but there's definitely a noticeable time where david lynch is a lot more hands-off with the series um and it starts to sort of go everywhere um like later on mid midway and then later on into the season uh, but then he sort of comes back at the end and uh, the last kind of episode and the way that it it's finishes off is, is very fairly wacky. good. It's very of its time. Okay, well, but listen, the, Lewis, like, the first two seasons are just the beginning. You now have to watch the movie, Fire Walk With Me, um, which is like a kind of like a bridge between uh, season two and then uh, the the most recent series that came out in 2017. I there was the movie. The 2017 okay. series is amazing. It is the best <laughs> show I've ever seen. Okay. Honestly, it's incredible, and it's it's a it's confusing. It doesn't often doesn't make sense. I've watched it twice. Okay, all the way through. There's like 20 episodes. Um, and you, you just sort of form your own theories about how everything is and stuff, but, oh man, it's so good. So, so David Lynch is actually in it, by the way, and he yes. plays as He's this very good FBI in it too. agent very good who is deaf, right? Yeah. Or at least comedy deaf. Yeah. So he has like headphones in 
and shouts. That's it. That's his comedy death like thing. And he's actually it's actually fine, but it felt to me like a lot of things felt to me of of like they were of a time when they were slightly like like David Duchovny appears as a transsexual um yeah. FBI agent. It's like his boss, yeah. And one of the things he sort of one of the, one of the moments where he walks in, he walks into like um one of these one of, to meet one of these teenage girls. There's three teenage girls or four maybe. I can't remember. There's a number of teenage girls in it who are all all having sex with various people in the soap opera style, right? Um, and he co- he walks into the room with one of them, and she's like, "I didn't know they let women into the FBI." And he was like, "He's like, he's like." Riley smiles and says, "More or less," but he looks exactly like his David character Duchovny, in the X Files, yeah. right? Because yeah. he well. did that like a couple of years after, and yeah. he, sometimes he actually doesn't wear the makeup and um, lipstick and hair and stuff. But there's this one amazing scene where David Duchovny has to put on lipstick, and it's like no one has ever coached him on how to do it. So he's obviously been in makeup and had the lipstick put on him by people. But when he actually has to do it himself, it's he just does it like he's he does it like he's like licking a lollipop or something, like rubbing it on his like he doesn't know how to do it, right? Yeah. And so it's it just it's it, the whole thing is so detached from reality and so odd and so hammy, like and so it is. It, I mean, it's I mean, it's it, I I think it's held up well actually. A Twin Peaks, but it is it is a little bit jivey, like you know, like the fashion. Of course, it, it, you you can't help but notice it. Some of like, I mean, it, this is the first really. Twin Peaks was the first um, uh, like drama series, you know, like like we're so used to now binging through right on Netflix. In a sense, and stuff yeah, it like had a, it had a continuing narrative. It was it was most, a long running series on TV. Yeah, uh, well, not long. It was like two seasons, but like there's enough episodes, sort of thing. And there wasn't at the time. There wasn't really anything like it. You know, it was there's it was this, like it was like a it was like a stretched out movie that was it's on the TV. comedy, the slapsticky bits that get me though, right? Because while at the same time there's been this teenage girl who's been raped three times and murdered and dumped and that that happens again later in the series yeah right? spoilers uh and then uh, but but at the same time that's going on there's a lady who's got one eye okay yeah. and a blindfold uh, not a blindfold a bloody pirate's eye patch okay yeah just totally is okay with wearing that but she works out at, the, at this home gym okay which is basically just one of those crappy it looks like a ironing board. Do you know what I mean? With a weight yeah, she's got like some tremendous strength, right? And that she she's has like, like she becomes like so strong, but yeah. then she injures herself due to her own strength and has, gets amnesia and yeah. thinks she's eighteen. So they yeah. put her back in the high school <laughs> with all the other girls, right? Yeah, where she instantly starts joint like trying to date all the boys, right? Because and she's all happy. She's acting like she's. 12 actually she's like so childish and then suddenly she joins this boys wrestling team where she literally can just throw these boys yeah, off, yeah. off well things. it's 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 meant to be it's a story it's a story about like a small weird town with a with a with a criminal element like undercurrent sort of thing right but, but then but it overlaps then into the, the, the main larger story, series right? her brute strength is supposed to be this comedy thing but then it happens like someone's getting assaulted and she comes in and because she's so strong she can like stop it and yeah. it's like it's like what like so so the, the jokey thing that i thought was just a kind of exaggerated slapstick thing is now actually true and so she is super strong and then she starts dating one of the 18 year old boys and it's yeah. like everyone's like that's okay i mean a lot of it's this like- stuff is filler that kind of goes nowhere but it, it 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 is it's light relief in between like the the meaty bits of the show right like the, the the really interesting parts of the show to me are when you when they start dealing with like the the, the black lodge and like the the, the sort of like um you know, like the the the, the kind of like paranormal or like spiritual elements it's of it, very, sort of thing. Yeah, it's got that. And, it's got that uh, I guess it's a Stephen King esque. There is the actually most, something the, supernatural the most recent here. Season, it's not just a crime show. You yeah, know, with a reasonable yeah, yeah. solution. There's so some the, woolly, fluffy. Is it space aliens? Is it yeah. something well, else? Well, the newer series, the newer series focuses on that stuff a lot more, which is good because they, I think, originally they had this sort of rough idea of what they wanted to do with the. They 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 planned for the series to run on a lot longer than it did as well. So like the the original series and then the second series were kind of cut short before they could get to the bits that they really wanted to get to, sort of thing. 
but then the most recent series um deals with like a lot of that like the lodge stuff and like the the sort of creatures that inhabit the lodge and the, the like the the sort of interdimensional stuff and everything it's it's very weird and yeah and it actually, is weird, do you yeah. know what? i did enjoy all of it i will yeah. say that the setting is amazing that hotel oh yeah the, um, god fuck yeah, yeah the setting is awesome it? yeah the music and everything is very good too like it's the, the whole sort of i would of... love to go to the great northern hotel which is which is a, a, a place isn't it in um uh, which is still going. Washington State, can, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It. It's and it's, in, it's, um, it's all, it looks beautiful. It's on this waterfall. It's all yeah. paneled and yeah, kind of yeah. crazy. And I think the hotel does still do a good trade off. Yeah, yeah. It exists. There. Yeah. It's, it, um, yeah. It's, it's, it's just, uh, it's obviously a beautiful Pacific Northwest place. It all Have feeds into it, this um, you, Project you... Blue Book stuff and everything. It's it, it's all meant to tie into to uh, the United States government investigating like UFO sightings and and stuff like that. Like a, a lot of it, if you read the books, there's two like there's two books written by the co-creator where it's kind of like FBI dossiers, like you know where like they've compiled more information based on stuff that you've seen in the series and stuff. And a lot of it is meant to link back into these these sort of like uh you know like indian burial grounds with that are like like I, spiritual I started this, and i started this chat thinking that i was going to tell you how much how much i thought it was crap and as i've told you i've realized i've come to the self-aware realization that i actually must have quite oh, it's, enjoyed it's brilliant. it get the books get the movie <laughs> was, watch the most recent series honestly it, it is i'm the gonna most, watch the rest of it yeah it's the most sure. moorish thing i've ever I don't consumed think I it's amazing to like it but for there's things about it that i obviously did um do do you know are you aware of this pflex you've got quiet as if it's you're not i was just listening um i I, I watched the entire uh twin peaks it was like a thing me and my mum would watch it uh this was whenever it first came out we'd watch it in the evening it was like a big deal it was like event 1990 yeah it was event television so i would have been 14 um and we would watch it and our dog would howl at the opening theme because he (laughs) he but we know it was like do 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 whatever it was. It's kind of that yeah, yeah, sort of yeah. eerie music. Oh, 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 every time, which always made me laugh. Um, and it was like a you know it was like a ritual. To, I'd sit down. Me and my mum would watch it. My sister was in bed because she was too little. I think at that point she would have been eleven. I guess she would have gone to bed. And it was like a really nice thing that me and my mum would watch. And I remember I loved the show. I hadn't really seen anything like it. Like Sip said, it was like there wasn't really anything. Because it was prime time and it was a big blockbuster show. Yeah. But it was bonkers, right? Like there was. Yeah. It was. It there, was. There really yeah, television it was. up to that point. If you think but about it was TV, like a, it, was, it was like a lot of it was watching a soap. But when you tried to actually try and figure out what was going on, like who murdered, who actually murdered Laura Palmer, is like still a question. So I was talking to Kaz in the office, and she was like. I remember watching all of this. It was famous at the time. And I, I just can't remember who who did it because that was what the hit show hinges on to begin uh, with. My problem with it is the same as with a lot of David Lynch's stuff, that I think some of it is willfully obscure and just leaves the audience wondering what the hell it was about. And I don't know if he gets a kick out of that or if it's I think he purpose. does. I think it is the purpose. He's very much into the transcendental I, I understand that, but I have, yes, some problems. Is, yeah. like, I have some problems. First of all, Mulholland Drive is a prime example, right? Really interesting film. A lot of theories about the ending, but there are some parts of that film that seem to exist in a vacuum. And the reason for that is it was meant to be a series or a couple of movies, but there are bits that they left in. I don't know if you remember, there's a bit in Mulholland Drive, two characters, I don't think you even really see them again in the film, are having a meal in a cafe, in a diner. And when they the, when they go out the back, one of them sees this vision of like a haggard old witch kind of monster creature in an alleyway. Yeah, a homeless person. And yeah. sort of faints and passes out. And we don't hear anything more about it again. It doesn't come up in the film. There's no conclusion to it. It's just a weird throwaway thing that happens in the film. And I think a lot of stuff in Twin Peaks is like that, where he has an idea for something that sounds interesting and chucks it in, and you're just meant to not understand what the fuck is going on. And then well, you're meant to theorize are, about the, it. Like all the stuff in the, what is it, the Red Lodge or the Black Lodge, whichever that is, the little the little, uh, the little guy speaking, talking backwards and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I remember watching that in the time, and we were just sort of like, I don't know what the fuck's happening. The audience is, is not in on the joke, whatever it is. And I do get a little bit annoyed by all that kind of TV show where... 
They just put this stuff in that's, oh, it's meant to be mysterious. Fuck off. Tell a story. It's meant Come to on. be, it's also meant to be left a little bit for you to interpret it how you like too. And this leads into some very, 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 very deep rabbit holes on the internet where people um, have analyzed and analyzed and analyzed the, all the movies, all of the shows, everything to do with David Lynch, to try to to really discover uh, yeah. the true meaning right. of it all. So and there's my still point. always gray areas. I, I think that those people have put more work into figuring it out than he put into writing it in some exactly. instances. And I That's have a problem exactly with that. I don't know though. At the same time, I, I don't think it's easy to just write like that and and direct like that and produce like that. I think it's- No, I don't think it's easy. But I, I, I'm not, I think I'm not he's very I unique like in that Lynch. sense. He's, absolutely he can love it. pretty much pull it off, whereas a lot of people would not be able to. Agreed. I, but, I, yeah, I, come I agree. On. At, the, at the end, you, you need to fucking explain what's going on. Otherwise, what's the point? I if I, if I was do, telling though. you a story- I don't if know I was... about you, but I, I don't need everything hand-fed to me. No, I like, to, I like to think about something after I've watched it. Right, and but sometimes if it still I doesn't like make sense, what's the point? Something that, you know, uh, like I have control over it. Like as, as a person in the audience, that's so rare, you know? Normally everything is wrapped up nicely in a parcel and almost too much so, uh, depending what movie you're watching. Sometimes I like just being sort of like left out uh, of the joke a little bit or, um, you know, like I, I went back and watched this this series a second time um, and, and I made an effort to go through it like with a fine tooth comb. I, I was like analyzing every bit of dialogue, you know, like I would rewatch scenes just to see if I missed something and stuff. And I kind of, I kind of pieced it together more so than I did just watching it the first time and was really satisfied with, with it. Like I, I just found that such a, an amazing experience. I've never done that with another television show in my life. I think that is like a project though. That's like a cross-stitch project. Like sometimes you watch a movie that's well-crafted and it leaves you, oh yeah, it's, um, it left me with a thought in my mind, you know, yeah. and the, it, or it left the, you just oh, yeah. feeling away. Like, and and it doesn't even need to be like uh, like a tangible thing either. It just like maybe it makes you feel uneasy, or maybe it but makes I you feel, feel like, like David Lynch doesn't have any idea what that thought that he's supposed to leave in people's mind is, and he also probably understands that everyone will think something different, right? I think sometimes when you craft a fine story, you've got a message in there. It's not necessarily have to be a heavy-handed moral or anything, but it leaves you thinking, and people do think about that message of the movie. Maybe it's about, I don't know, something important. But I think with David Lynch, it's like, what's the message? Is the message to tr- just be a better criminal or like to maybe it was just ghosts like do you know what's the fucking message there <laughs> i know like, but even uh, if I, it's I just like ghosts i'm i'm cool with that like whatever I think also you know? he doesn't care like i think he's very provocative in that sense and that's not necessarily something which can be very satisfying as a movie especially a lot of people consume movies or tvs in they don't have the ability to pause them and go back and rewind them or they miss something yeah and they, and they think oh shit if i miss something important or if i just lost the thread of this or is this just bollocks like i think do you know what i mean like sometimes you have to go in with the right attitude in order to enjoy it and it's so it's i don't know twin peaks it just felt so whimsical like yeah and so kind it's of a, kind of kind it's of, a setting and a theme that like when i watch it i just feel like i wish this would, i could watch this every day i wish it would never end like i just I, I, everything about it is great. I just, it's by far my, my, my most favorite sort of TV movie, everything. I just, it's just awesome. The whole thing is great. Yeah. All right. I do agree. I thought it was great. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I will watch the rest and see what I think. Yeah. Um, it's interesting to hear your, your thoughts on these things. Cause I, I, I remember I read, I watched, I keep talking about this movie. I watched, um, the, I was thinking of ending things which, you know, I, I didn't enjoy in a sense because it was just, I, did, I didn't, I, it wasn't, it wasn't, I mean, the David Lynch version of that would be constantly jam filled with regular stuff that you're familiar with, like little relationships, little jokes, and someone's yeah. little dog and someone's, you know, I don't know, someone's, some other characters doing another wild thing over there, you know, and the separate side plots going on. There's all this complicated guff going on in the background and around the sides to kind of keep you interested even if you're having to sit through a a fairly artsy wanky project do you know what i mean i just i just don't like filmmaking that is intentionally oh it's up to the audience and vague because i think it's lazy i really do i think it's lazy. I, I, i i think the opposite honestly i think it's hard to do well i think it's hard to do well and i think david lynch does it very well uh like like the best uh, I don't. I can't think of anything else that I've seen where I, I, I've I've sort of left thinking, 
okay, I don't really get this 100%. I feel maybe a little bit like, like Lewis said, left out or, or whatever. But I respect the fact that I'm sort of left feeling this way and I'm not actually salty about it as well. I, I think he I think he does a really good job of it. I don't think it's lazy at all. I, I, I think it's like a, a gift that he can he can do that as well as he does. I, I, don't, I can't think of anyone else who does it. Like I don't, I don't think sure. it's as difficult as you think to throw something in that has no beginning and end. I'm not saying he's not creative and coming up with something that goes that makes you go, wow, that's crazy. I, you know, I mean, like, for instance, the. The 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 uh, the little fella in the in the red lodge, like I was saying, speaking backwards. I couldn't have come up with that. That's amazing. No, yeah. But at the same time, for the audience, what does it mean? What is this? Like, it's all very well coming up with something original and creative and having a vision for something, understanding visually, audially, audio, audially, sound wise. <laughs> I can't yeah. think of the word. I, it's I, that it's going to hold on. That it's going to be original and it's going to make the audience think and go, "Wow, I haven't seen that before." That's that's a gift. You're right. But if you can't make that mean anything to the audience within the story, it is essentially just masturbating on screen and just saying, okay. look at my cool imagination, but I'm not going to explain <laughs> it or tell you how this is relevant at all. You're meant to just bask in the glory of my imagination. I find that okay. a little bit annoying. Sure. I, I, I agree with that. In, like Generally, I do agree with that. But in this context, you know, with the little man who speaks backwards and stuff, um, you got to remember that this this series was designed to run a lot longer. Oh, it, it was, yeah, it was. So there wasn't enough time for them to explain this stuff. Well, but... he should be experienced enough to know that his shit's going to get cancelled. This is David Lynch. He has a well... long history of working with studios, and they don't get him, and it's hard for him to get it done. Come on, man. Yeah, but sure, you know they're going to cancel. Got to try shit. anyway. But again, he's not the type of guy who is just going to be canceled and then wrap things up nicely. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah. he will just stay the course. If he's got this idea of what he wants to do, you'll get half of it or you, you get none of it or whatever. I, like, I, I don't do think he's going to compromise like, on that. I, th I feel like the X-Files was like a response to Twin Peaks in some ways. Bearing in mind that I watched all the X-Files a couple of years ago because I, I really liked it. And I, I did watch all of it. Like some of it was terrible, but but I'm a big fan. And it was, it was the thing that my parents had on in the evenings. You know, I'd hear the... Do, 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 do. Yeah. I'd hear that yeah. coming through. I used you to know, like it the, when it was on when the, I was a kid. Um, I used to watch it. And I never liked it. And in a sense, like you have these one-off episodes where they're almost like, is this just a bunch of crazy people in the woods or is this supernatural or is this aliens? And and some of them were very Lynchian in a sense. And some of them were very just ordinary, like an episode of CSI. Um, and you didn't know what you were going to get, you know, but it was wrapped up in a bow. And at least at the end of it, it told you. Yeah. Maybe the that, truth was uh, out there. Uh, someone <laughs> said a line it. that was like, yeah, who knows what's out there in the woods, you know, or something like that. Like uh, these spirits have been around. Who are we to say that they don't exist? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like there would be some. Do you, do you realize like if you watch, conclusion. if you watch a lot of these shows like The X-Files, if you watch it once a week. You don't realize how fucking cookie cutter every fucking episode is. Because if you watch The X-Files more than one episode in a row, you can literally copy and paste the format and the structure of episode 8, yeah, episode yeah. 15, and episode oh, 23. Absolutely. It's so and, 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 formulaic. And you could also do that with CSI and House and, yeah. you know, every, and Burn Notice and every, These like, are you all name shows it, I don't show. like because they're literally the same fucking thing. So... I agree with Sips that Twin Peaks was original. I hadn't seen anything like it, especially in 1990. It was mind blowing. Oh, yeah. But now when I watch it, I, I feel all the the I feel the weight of years of people banging on about Twin Peaks, and I just can't handle it. It's been 30 well, years. The same, of it, still seeing the same. that it, same it was... picture of Laura Palmer's dead body. Ooh, what happened, to Laura Palmer? I've stopped caring at this point. I cannot muster the energy to give a I damn you have to look through Throw it in the same in lens as you look at Seinfeld or, or something like that though right it was like the original it was such a, it was it was it was so inspiring for tv that people have done it better and different and similar since in a hundred different ways but this was the original and i don't know it has a look to it and a feel to it that is yeah odd it's got a mood i don't know i like I just thought it was so different. Yeah, it is very different. Very, very different. To yeah. to stuff. Yeah, like, and it's very offbeat, isn't it? Um, yeah. For something I, that was I, very mainstream at a, at a time, like surprisingly. Yeah. But, like risky, I guess. And well, a, a risk that got the show canceled as well, because it was just too weird. You know, like the, the ratings dropped off. People couldn't follow. Um, they basically had to change 
that you were never supposed to to know what what really happened to Laura Palmer. It was meant to to be the point of the show was like you get close to finding out and then it, it's not that or or whatever. But in the end, because the ratings were so low, they were like, we we need a like we we need some sort of closure on this, and they they did it. I think that that's what people expect, though, you know, and I think that's what other shows have learned to deliver, and I think that's why the X Files ran for fifteen yeah. fucking seasons or yeah. whatever long it did, because it was even though a lot of it was crap, it that that episodic format worked for the convenience of TV back then. Yeah, people didn't always catch every episode and they didn't want to feel like they were they'd been left behind or lost or missed the clues it's not very satisfying to watch a tv show where you feel like you've you know you're like oh i missed last week do i do i like understand what's going on now why is this like the case like oh you know you get you feel like you've you've um fallen behind i don't know and it's oh not very man satisfying. i did not expect to have a podcast today where we talked about twin peaks for like half an hour this has well, been the all best I've done one fuck this i love week it is watch twin peaks oh, i love it i can recommend it to people i really can um, yeah me too wholeheartedly 100 percent. if you haven't seen it you need to get on it it's the I, best. I didn't think i thought it was i didn't know what i thought it was i guess i thought it was like I guess I thought it was some sort of like bizarre horror mystery thing, whereas it's not. It's kind of like a sort of jovial, soapy, jo- jokey, somewhat of a mystery thing with it's a lot very of dark. funny characters it gets interacting. Very dark, yeah. Can I recommend like, another TV show? It's for, if we're recommending TV shows, I don't know if you've seen it. Did you guys watch Devs when it no. came out? Have you watched it, Lewis? Devs. Devs. D E V S. No. It's got Nick Nick Offerman in. You know, uh, oh. Ron Swanson. It's, it's, oh. it's that. It's it's not a comedy. It's a very very dark and, in my opinion, brilliant TV show about this company in out in Silicon Valley that has a very mysterious project called Devs, and you'll gradually find out what that's about as you watch the show. I, I think it's brilliant, and I was glued to it, and it is genuinely thought provoking and bonkers, and it takes. All kinds of weird places that you didn't think it was going to go. It's a nice. brilliant, brilliant show. So devs, yeah. I would recommend. I'll check that it's out. Not, yeah. It's not even a very long series, but okay. it, it is genuinely brilliant and at times shocking. Wow. Okay, good. I need I need that in my life. I've definitely, I've just finished um, book two of the um, Alex, Alistair Reynolds Revenger series, which is, felt like it went nowhere. Um, but, I, but I think it leads into book three. So I've started that. I'll give you a feedback next week. Once I'm done. So yeah, I'm kind of done with sci-fi though at the moment. I want some What about Bodega modern... Book 2? Bodega Book 2. Uh, there's always room in my Shit. life for Bodega Book 2. It's coming what along. What are you talking about? Uh, Flax, it... uh, before we end as well, it's like... because it's about that time, um, do we any... It, we used to do Bodega updates or have a Bodega or something, yeah. which it, I feel has dropped off and maybe has even been replaced off. It's been by like two years. the fact <laughs> that Pyrian Flax is on, the, on track to become the, the next Jack Nicholas, the famous pga golfer or tiger woods even well i told you you about my golf last week and of course you mocked me mercilessly well i'm still would like to hear if there's been any golf updates this week i have not swung a golf club since then because we went away for a week damn shame uh and whilst we drove past a lot of golf courses i didn't have my clubs with me and i didn't want to put my family through watching me play golf for several hours and now i had an email yesterday my golf course is closed um, because of the lockdown, they've had to close. Yeah. Although there is a petition, sign it. It's two hundred thousand plus strong signatures saying, "If you want us to have exercise, why the fuck aren't you keeping golf courses open?" Because if you want to talk about social distancing, have you seen a golf course? It's not much interaction with other people. Crikey. Well, anyway, that's enough. Thank you, everybody. Uh, we'll talk about how much we hate. We'll see if we can survive another week of lockdown after a week. Well, you got a month. We'll let you know. Yeah. yeah. Watch Twin Peaks. Um, good luck with the rest of the election if Watch you're keeping devs. up with it. Watch um, Devs. Watch I, yeah. I think by the time we record the next Triforce, um, the winner will have been announced. But mm. as it we stands should. now, should, still though. no yeah. clear winner. So Indeed. So good luck. Uh, this is uh, Dan Rather signing off. Uh, over <laughs> Dan <to> Rather. <laughs> Such an old reference. God, we're old. Oh, my God. We filled an hour of the politics show this with drops. This is Walter Cronkite. Yeah, we've done it. Just like every other major news network has been doing 24-7 since uh, the third, right? It's like now the fifth. Yeah. They're still at it, still like interviewing. We uh, we managed to get an exclusive interview with little Timmy to see what he thinks of all of this uh, big uh, big boy election. Uh, Timmy? 
It's like an hour of filler, Timmy talking about his I would watch that. I would watch a team of like 10-year-olds like do political commentary oh, for the election. It's the worst. Just slowly falling asleep. And My like, kids hate know. Donald Trump, but they don't know why. They just don't like him. And I think part of it is that I have, you know, ranted about what a twat he is and they've picked up on that. But they're just like, oh, oh I hate Donald Trump. I was like, why? Tell me why. I was like, oh, he's just horrible. <laughs> like, it's just kids don't understand and they shouldn't. Yeah, my my kids are like that with the movie The Game. I, they've never even <laughs> seen it and they just hate the movie The Game so the much. Game. And God, I think it's sucks. for the same reasons. I rant about it almost <laughs> right. all the time. Waking up in the middle of the night. The, the game, game sucks! T- the fucking game sucks! The end is ridiculous! It's such a bad ending! How did they put the thing there to catch him? How could they know? That's so stupid! <laughs> yeah, my it's kids fucking hate game. it. They haven't even seen it. I don't know if they'll ever watch it either. Good. Maybe that's a good thing. A maybe good I'm thing. maybe I'm doing them a favor. Yeah, true victory. Anyway. Anywho, we'll see you guys that's next enough. week. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Be safe out there. Be safe, have Love fun. You. See you later. Be good to each other. Be good to yourselves. Yeah. As well. That's Look right. Look after yourself. And no, no, yeah. no, not November. Keep. Keep on, keep on, keeping oh, on. Is it, is it no, not November? Yeah. Yeah. Shit. I'll be slightly late starting that, but yes. Be gentle with yourself as well. Don't, don't, don't be. Yeah. Don't tug yourself. it too hard. You give yourself a bruise. You guys, yeah. you guys are good. All right. Thanks. Peace. Love you. Bye. Take care.